Hey, this is Jay. Before we start the episode, I wanted to share some really exciting news. Calibra was just named a leader in the 2023 Forrester Wave Report for data governance solutions. If you don't know what the Forrester Wave is, it's essentially a guide for us buyers considering options for software. If you want to get to know Forrester a bit better, go back and check out our recent episodes with Raluca Alexandru and Michelle Getz from Forrester. I love these conversations. We had a total blast. And I can't resist making a plug here either. To learn more about the report, go to Calibra.com slash data download dash Forrester Wave dash DG. And we're going to put all of that in the show notes as well, so that it's easy for you to navigate to them and check out those reports. All right, back to the show. This is the Data Download, your guide to upping your game when it comes to managing and accessing data in your organization. For Calibra, I'm your host, Jay Miller. Hey, everybody. In the last episode, you may remember Stan Christians and I talked about what it means to be a data citizen. We talked about the upcoming Data Citizens 22 conference that we were holding in San Diego. Well, guess what? The conference happened. And I got to go to my very first in-person Data Citizens conference with Calibra. While we were there, we decided to record some episodes. So as you know, I've gotten to chat with uh, Adobe's Joe Wallace and Moody's Ryan Galloway a number of times now. And every single time it gets better and better. So for the first time, the three of us got together at the conference to record an episode. Joe and Ryan represented Calibra award-winning teams, and we definitely got into that. We also got into how these two experts have had some really big success with their data intelligence programs. I'm always learning something new in those conversations, and we definitely got into that. What I was really looking forward to before we recorded was how they were going to compare data governance to some kind of food or drink or, I don't know, animals. Uh, Why don't you just take a listen and you'll find out for yourself. Welcome to the Data Download by Calibra. I'm your host, Jay Millicher. With me today, Joe Wallace from Adobe. And Ryan Galloway from Moody's. Joe is, you gave your title before, Senior Manager for Digital Asset Governance. Yep, that's right. Joe and Adobe won a Calibra Award yesterday, Adoption Hero. Ryan, SVP Enterprise Data Management. Yeah? You got it. Did I get that right? You got it. All right. And Shelly at Moody's won the Data Citizen of the Year Award yesterday. Absolutely. Congratulations, both of you, both of your organizations. That's just awesome. My first question is, well, what does that award mean to you and your company? Why don't we start with you, Joe? So it's a start. It's a start of where we want to go. Like, we have a long way before I can officially plant that flag and say mission accomplished. But it's an indicator that we're doing something right. Uh-huh. Right? It's, it's a, a symbol of us growing at a tremendous rate, of us proving that value out to the business, and of us continuing to grow. And it's a mile marker. It's a good job. You've done a great job. Now stop patting yourself on the back and keep going. That's awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I think it's great acknowledgement for us. Of, you know, we've been down this path for a little while, and I feel like we're going the right direction. Get someone else to say, hey, yes, this is the right direction, and you should be recognized for the work you're doing. You know, I'm really proud of what our organization has done, and really, you know, made some 
transformational strides in how we think about data governance in our organization. I mean, I. So, what does the data citizen part of that award mean for Moody's? Yeah, I mean, we've really tried to push data governance and data management in general down to everyone, right?、Uh-huh. And I really start thinking about everyone in our company being data citizens. It's not just about a data steward, a data governance organization. It's about how everyone can utilize data in the organization. And I know you're a you're a huge advocate of that too, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, look, who isn't a data citizen? Everybody's using some kind of data、right. literally every day. Yeah, that's the yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you know, so that's a good segue. So I've had the pleasure of of interviewing and meeting both of you multiple times now. As I've listened to your stories, and I kind of want to maybe have you retell them just a little bit. One of the things that's in common with data governance, data intelligence at Adobe and Moody's, with both of you, is that you hit a turning point. Right in the beginning, making data governance happen was sort of push mode. You had to lead the effort at your company. People were like, "What is that? I don't understand." But you hit a turning point eventually, where it turned into a pull mode, where people wanted that and they wanted to own it. So we talked about data citizens, right? Everybody's a data citizen. Tell us about that turning point moment. Why don't we start with you, Ryan? Yeah,、um, yeah, absolutely. And I, I like how you phrase it. You know, I always say push versus pull, right? And it is. It's a journey. You have to start there, and you have to say, "Hey." You know, this is why it would be helpful, and it, it, I think you find an advocate eventually. And we've really taken it to start solving business problems. And Joe and I have talked a lot about this, so I'm interested to hear your perspective after this. But we started trying to solve business problems. I did a presentation earlier. We do have standards and policies and real <laughs> governance teams at Moody's. But if you start with a business problem in mind, you build some advocacy and you build really strong business partners that start advocating for you and the data governance work that you want to do. And they start kind of telling your story for you, and that gets really exciting because they start saying, "Hey, you could do this really cool thing." And by the way, it's the data governance team or the data management team that's helping you do it, and that kind of becomes the part of the conversation that falls off and says, "Oh, great, there's somebody that helps me solve my business problem." And so we continually right, right. have people come; they're trying to help solve real business problems that they're struggling with in their organization that are data related. And so it just kind of success breeds success is kind of one of the things that we've been focusing on. Yeah, I used the analogy earlier in my talk of like fishing with the smaller fish to get a bigger fish. Yeah, that was brilliant.、Fish. And that is how it is. Like we started with something really small and said like, oh, we need to define X metric, and we define that, and then we built out governance around that metric. And then someone heard about that and saw that and thought, oh, that looks good. I want some of that. And it just continued snowballing and snowballing. And I would say, you know, the more you pull in, the more people who see it, and the more people who see it, it's like an MLM. Like the world's nerdiest MLM, <laughs> it's like you bring five of your metrics, and yeah, you bring five of their <laughs> metrics, and eventually, you know, but it is、uh-huh. kind of that way. It grows exponentially,、right. as, and so eventually, you get to a point where either you are telling people how to do what they need to do, providing playbooks and that kind of stuff, and that's where your focus becomes, or you're facilitating people actually holding their hands, actually doing some of that work to get it into the catalog so that they can enrich it. Yeah, no, I think that's that's super powerful. Though you know, I've never thought about it like that. And when you have someone that starts driving that work for you, that's what I kind of tell my team is one of the proudest moments for me is when we have a data governance council, and I'm not the only one talking, or people from my team aren't the only ones talking. It's now our business partners that are starting to say, "Hey, look at this cool thing that we did." Exactly. It's、yep. so much fun because if you just get to sit back and they're kind of building all of that. That、uh, data governance wealth for you, yeah, and, and, and your scheme that you're talking about, like that's perfect. That's that's what we want. That's what we're all driving towards. Well, and look, that's where you get smart people involved, because I'm not one of them, 
like I'm not that smart, but these other people who are very creative and I mean, I'm just a mouth, right? Like I can talk forever <laughs> about this, but once those people who have that creativity have new ideas of ways to implement data governance, have new ways to drive it further into the business, have new ways to use lineage and catalog and all that kind of stuff, right? Like that's where you can really create advocates is once they've started conceptualizing their own ideas, because I don't have great ideas. My team has good ideas. I don't have them. I just repeat their ideas. Right. And I think that's really powerful when you start getting that kind of crowdsourced ideas. That's right. Yeah. So we've, we've done similarly within our own data office here at Calibra. And we chair a monthly meetup for the data and analytics community within our company. And not only is, is it just uh, crowdsourced, as you say, but we're giving them a platform all throughout the business, right, to show off what they've done. Right. And that generates that's that's the small fish growing into bigger yeah. fish uh, over time as well. And I think sometimes we talk about successes, too. You can also talk about problems there. And uh -huh. it's OK yeah, because yeah. all the right people that need that you need to solve that problem are in that room. And so, you know, you got to make a comfortable environment, too, where you can say, hey, look, I've got a business problem I need help solving. I get your data. I need a little help with it or something like that. So, it, you know, it's not always rainbows and sunshine and butterflies, but you know, you can always talk about those, those, those things that need a little help as well. Right, right. So fish, water. So the title of your presentation before, Joe, was, I think, something along the lines of data governance is like clean water. Yeah. But then you said data governance is like a piece of cake. On our podcast episode that yeah. we did over the yeah. summer, I think we, we had our water theme, yeah. theme going. Now all of a sudden it's a piece of cake with different flavors. Like, did you lie to me? I feel like you made a lie to me a little bit there. Well, maybe a little is bit. Is it cake or is it water or both? Like what? I don't understand. I would argue water is an ingredient of cake. That's what I was going to say. From is my it, understanding. Is water? There's the, there, there's I can't I'm, bake anything. Yeah, I'm not I a baker. I don't even know. I'm not a baker. Does anybody know? Is there water in cake? Raise your hands if yes. Do you put water in cake? Seriously? No, so raising no their hand? it's not an ingredient of cake. No? Oh gosh. I'm, I'm saying I'm, no. So water is not. Water this is, is like why milk. my cake isn't good. Is milk in milk? cake? Is milk, milk in cake? cake? Oh, okay. Yes, milk, milk is okay. in cake. Water is like milk, Jay. Is water in milk? At a chemical level. Thanks for trying to save me here. Right? At a chemical yeah. level. Fine. I'm teaching my kids chemistry right now, and I do know we just did an experiment, actually. <laughs> at a chemical level, there is H2O in milk. All right, so then there's a connection there. Yeah. Lineage yeah. between. So there you go. <laughs> there's lineage between water and, and cake. Someone should document that. <laughs> give, us, give, give us the explanation. So tell, yeah. tell, tell us the cake story. So I did start out saying data is like water, and I continue to maintain that. Data is like water. And when you drink it, you just consume it. When you go to, you fill up, like you guys are just doing right over here. You're going, you're putting the thing in there. You're not thinking, I hope there's no poison or lead or giardia or whatever in this water. You're just trusting the kind folks of Calibra and Sheraton that this is clean water, right? You want to do that same thing with your data. You want to be able to say, there's the tap, fill up your glass and consume that data cleanly. No problems. You don't think about those other parts of it. Now, the cake comes in because data is a component of what I call the cake. And with the cake, the top layer is the frosting. That's your business layer. That's the part people see. That's the part your customers see. That's the part executive see. That's the tasty, delicious part on the top. I do know there's not usually water in that. It's like butter. Not on the top. Not on the top. Oh, right. That makes sense. That's business process flows, business rules, business things, that kind of stuff. We, we were going to call this the Between the Two Ferns uh, episode of the, pod, of the podcast. That's <laughs> what, there are actually ferns. That's these these are ferns. actual ferns. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> but instead, it's a piece of cake. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So anyway, um, below that frosting <laughs> is your data products. That's a layer. And then your, your data lineage, that's the other layer. And so the data lineage is supporting the data products, which is supporting that frosting, which is that business layer. But I have found, and I already said this today once, so bear with me, but that frosting layer is the part that looks good. That's the part that draws people in. That's the reason that you have those other layers. That's the important thing, like those business problems like you were saying, what are you solving? Why does somebody want to consume the lineage and the product and the frosting? Got it, perfect. I love it. Do you love it? Okay. Yeah, you, I you love it. I, I, want, yeah, I want cake too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We do like cake. Yeah. All right. So one of the things that Joe brought up today in, in his session had to do with going from data governance being protecting assets to customer centric. Ryan and I have had a few conversations about that as well. So how are you starting to make the pivot between protection approach to sort of a offensive approach, right? customer-centric. Ryan, you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was, I was listening to your podcast from last week with Stan, and yeah. we're, you're talking about data as an asset, data as a product. I just think about them differently, and I think the semantics of it, slightly different. Assets, I think about protecting the assets, and we still want to protect assets. Let's be very clear, <laughs> right? <laughs> we want to make sure we protect these things. But when you think about products, you usually think about sales. You want to produce this product. You want people to use it. You want people to leverage it. And I think that's an important transition for us to start thinking about, about how the industry thinks about our data and how we matured and think about, this is a product that we should offer. I want you to use this product. It's of good quality. It's the best thing that I can produce. And so I think, you know, we start transitioning to that. And Moody's is a company too. We, we sell data products to the market. Right. And so if you think about bringing that to a data governance or data management lens, it's very logical for us to say, okay, what are the things that are coming out of our house? And then what are the inputs to make it? And then we start thinking about that cake baking analogy that we're just talking about. It's like, okay, what ingredients do I need to be able to bake that cake? And then here's the cake that's the outcome. So I, you know, I do think it's very critical that we start thinking about that as, hey, this is actually what we're producing. And that's kind of where management, the data management and data governance practice starts for us, I think. I think for us, the value that we're talking about with customers and the value add is, what can we provide our customers? What, what efficiencies can we build into the product? You know, Adobe's different than Moody's. We're selling creative cloud, creative products for people to create. So data itself isn't a product. However, what is, is the things that are being built out of the data. So where is Ryan's baby pictures that he saved in creative cloud? Where do those sit? And creating that infrastructure of this bucket goes to this, goes to this technical service, goes to this product, goes to this cloud account. Like that walk, the entire walk, really will serve a lot of value back to our customers in that we can exactly target specific things that they want. We can specifically add different functionality, that kind of stuff. Like there's, there's a lot of people who are thinking about how to built in what we've built. Right, right. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, uh, you know, my final question always is, right? So predict the future for us. Uh, so Joe, like both of you are talking about flipping the value of data governance from internally focused and risk management to customer centric. I don't know if that's part of the future, but tell us what you think the future looks like for, for data intelligence over the next several years. I think the groundwork has been laid. I think if you go back 10 years, there was so much 
push to get more data. Everyone was, we want more data, we need more data, give us data, 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 data. And now we're at a point where it's like, oh crap, we created way too much data. We don't know what's out there. <laughs> Whoops. And so now I think the next, we'll call it 10 years, is going to be all around labeling data, organizing data, creating environments where you can find the appropriate things and continue doing that into the future. And so I think the groundwork is there, but I think there's just going to be more and more and more and more data, more and more and more requirements. But more care taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And more care necessary. Mm -hmm. All right, my turn. So you, I you think, good with that? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Uh, I mean, there's, there is a ton of data out there. We gotta figure out what's meaningful and, and there are some things that aren't as meaningful, right? So defining those two things is critically important. I think the product mindset, like we were talking about, that's gonna be a critical move, I think, for the industry as a whole. But I also think just recognizing the automation isn't going to be ever fully mm -hmm. automated. Like, yes, we can get more efficient, more effective, like things with creating automated lineage and scanning databases and things like that. But I don't think we ever get to a point where someone is not having to curate these beautiful definitions of exactly what our products are that we're selling. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always gonna have someone involved. You're never done with that data governance journey. And I think the more quickly we accept something like that, right. I think that's gonna help us all on our journey and realize this isn't going away. This is something we're gonna have to continue doing and making sure that we get leadership on board with yeah. as well. We will die doing data governance. <laughs> not from data governance. <laughs> Maybe. No, no, say it ain't so, Joe. That's not a bad way to go. <laughs> That's not a bad way. All right. With that, I'd like to re-congratulate Joe and Ryan for winning Calibra Awards yesterday. For Calibra, this is the Data Download. I'm your host, Jay Melcher. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Jay. Appreciate it. Want even more insight into managing your data? Visit Calibra.com slash podcast for additional resources.